Yo, welcome, 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 my people. You're welcome to Sam Clef Table. In this table, we shake table, we move table, and we break table. I am the good, the bad, and the ugly. Remember that movie that says? <laughs> Get ready for this table. This is Sam Clef Table, the podcast of all podcasts. You're welcome. Yo. Hey guys, welcome to Sam Clef Table. Someone said to me this week that they never like they thought this song was a song you made, like like a summer song. It, no, like they thought Coach was one rapping, like yeah, so oh, like it's a summer song. Yeah. Like, oh, like the full song? Yes, they thought it was like a thing, but like they were like, oh, especially were they asking if why wasn't it on streaming or something oh, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, mate, that's someone's song. Bro, you know, it's it, funny because the bit we use for the outro that always part of. I could see them. I could see how people would think that was good. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah and so I mean, literally what I was about well. to be like, I just going to be like, it's just deep voice tax, man. That's just, <laughs> that's just straight up what it is. Um, Why did Sam Clef whistle like that? That's it was really definitely good. not like that. That's a Nollywood whistle now. No, it's the Western. No, he was <laughs> trying to, Sam Clef was trying to do what I just did. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like Nollywood. Um, um, what was that thing? Have you seen that thing where that guy said, "School ski school"? Oh my god, I can't remember. <laughs> oh shit, do you remember that? Oh man, I wish I could remember that clip or even find it. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think you should whistle because first of all, he didn't even sound like. I mean, yeah, he can't whistle, but he also sounded like dry, like he hadn't drank water in like six weeks. Who Sam Clef? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's crazy to assume Sam Clef please drink water. Sam Clef Sam Clef been drinking <laughs> Sam Clef been drinking straight straight Henny VS for the past <laughs> 11 years bro. <laughs> so, he, sounds, he sounds like the, like gravel. Since whiskey black ball team. <laughs> now who does this beat? Sam Clef no, no ni- bro like bro do you know that that, that fall off like is guys. That's a very scary fall off, man. Like the most insane fall off ever. But also, there's something about like Instagram and like content creation that has kind of been like an amazing saving grace for for Nigerian like former, I guess, creatives or whatever. Because like the number of like guys that used to be in the music industry right now that want to be the next Linda Ikeji is actually yeah, is astronomical. The aggregator of um, Instagram pages, bro. I can't believe no, Sam Clefan, like if Sam Clefan and Tunde had not had linked up for this podcast, it would have been something I would have watched. But Sam Clef alone is not enough for me, man. And Tunde, man no. watch, uh, I'm sorry, Robert, watch Sam Clefan. I won't watch Sam Clefan. That man. sounds like a, bro, I an mean, unhinged stream of consciousness. <laughs> Guys, I watched The Honest Bunch last week. Oh my God, what episode? The Blackface one. Talk to me, man. What, what insightful things did you learn? <laughs> 
Wait, but what is making you? I mean, fair enough. You you like train wrecks, but why why are you watching on this? <laughs> Don't kill me. My wife likes a good train wreck. My wife watches. My wife counts down the minutes to the new episode of Real Housewives of Lagos. Like, let's get love let's, it. <laughs> let's eat. I like. I watched. The, I watched the Honest Bunch before, and I watched it. It was Portable's episode, and I had to watch that Portable's episode because guy, guy, the promo clip. I sent it to you guys. In the, I sent yes, it to you yeah, guys. We have to play for this on this podcast, guy. That's the ritual. I'm a ritualist. Like, bro. That's the ritual. I'm a ritualist. Guy, that's the opening clip. That's the opening clip of the episode and like the also the trailer. I'm like, I have no, to fucking listen. I, to- I, I, but on God, I think Portable is the funniest person in culture. Portable is hilarious. He's been the funniest person in culture for like the last two years. Is he funnier than Belashmoe? Bro, he is. He is, yeah. <laughs> Portable is fucking unhinged. No, yeah. Portable is an insane guy. Portable. But there's like also some, there's also like some method to his madness. Like he's he's clearly like a guy who thinks things through. You know what I mean? But I don't think so. No. About about native about native like native wisdom, because there's a way like a street. There's a way street guys think. Yeah. And like there's there are things they say because I mean I said it about Dumodu. Yeah. When he was calling, he was calling Dumodu black. <laughs> he was he was calling technology voodoo. Yeah. I don't like you know. There are things they say that like because it, it of, sounds like clever. Yeah, it sounds clever, but it's like, bro, when you think about it, it's fucking stupid. And it's you have stupid. to, and bro, if you're going to get it off, you have to, like, you can't get it off in your old black hip hop esque, like, you know what I'm saying, essence. Mm. You can have to just come down to a comedic level because yeah. then you can absolutely fucking get to just be like, guy, this FaceTime now, Juju, man. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, come, get, like, come across as a little it. ignorant. Don't yeah. come across like you're trying to, like, impact like, wisdom. Like, like bro, this cell phone, this is this is straight magic, bro. Are you crazy? Like, who can make a cell phone here? This is this is wizardry. Like yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> Odomoru um, Black said, "This will take you straight to platform night in three quarters or whatever the hell." But yeah, sorry to ask you a question. Why I watched the um, Honest Bunch? I was seeing it lots of like the blackface conversation. So like, I think blackface is someone that has been like caricatured. Where everyone has made him sound like just like, you know, like. Can I ask a question before you go? How much of a part do you think blackface has played in that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can't lie. I, I, after watching that interview, I yeah. can't lie. I felt like I was like, oh, this guy has been mean, but I'm not even sure. Because the thing is, you know, if you take a quote out of like an interview or out of something yeah you can make it sound however it is you want to make it sound That's crazy so i think because i have only seen like the viral clips i was like yo blackface be bugging yeah. but then i watched the interview and i was like the first problem was that nidu them i don't think they didn't have the range for the conversation he was trying to have yeah because well, i don't think they have the range for any of the conversation <laughs> they tried to have <laughs> no no nidu has the range for um Woman for man, woman matter. Bro, that guy's feeling hate in his heart. <laughs> he's with too hard. <laughs> oh, he's with too hard. I'm dead. You know what's fucking hilarious right now? When you say that guy is rich, I swear, Mini Cooper and Range are made by the same company, right? Like, <laughs> 
That guy's range is a mini Kubo. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> A tiny bottle of vitriol. <laughs> I swear to God, if you shake, they do like coke. You explode. What the automatic is just chest for women. <laughs> Bro, I'm screaming, man. But yeah, like honestly, so blackface was trying to have it because I think the conversation was trying to have obviously around like sampling people jacking stuff. Yeah. Um, they do them. I don't think like obviously those guys want to sound music to the level I think blackface does. Yeah. And I don't even think that they had done enough research for them to have the conversation. Because I kind of, like, I felt like, so after watching it, I was like, oh, you're blackface. You should be talking to people that yeah. can, yeah. you know, the questions you can ask you mm-hmm. can be a bit more engaging and just a bit yeah. more intelligent. Yeah. More nuanced. Yeah, like just like, just not these What's guys not who, are, who are essentially banter merchants. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You know, that's probably nice. You guys think a platform is a platform. And a platform is not a platform. It depends, like, though. Yeah, a platform is not a platform. Because, like, it depends on who you are is what I'm saying or, what, or the purpose. So, like, someone like Blackface, like, his purpose, like, was something very serious. Yeah. However, I think you, TMT, would kill it on the Honest Bunch. Like, if you're doing... If you were doing a if you were doing a promo run for like Problem Man and you went yeah. to the Honest Bunch, the next week you would get like a hundred thousand views, guaranteed. God damn. I might I might have to pull up to their studio <laughs> and get and get get a fit off, get some get 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 some opinions off. I won't talk about Nidu. <laughs> you just ignore him the whole time. Just be like, who is, yeah, I'll just, who is speaking? Like, like, just like, who? I actually cannot see. You. <laughs> Tell to be talking to that babe. There. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> when blackface, I don't think you guys said when blackface was like, yo, this shit jacked my shit. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no, but the greatest, hum, the greatest hum moment. This week was Odumodu on 90s Baby, where he was actually oh. just talking out of his ass. And those three yeah, girls were like, I was like, this is, the diaspora don't fuck with us. Because to sit down there and hmm, bro. Do that entire, I was like, nah, this is, this is, this is wizardry. Bro, those niggas were like this. Shall be simple. Bye, <laughs> Oh, we're black on your Zoom. Get the fuck out of here, vroom. <laughs> Which is funny. The way Coach says, or the model black, or the way he says antenna. Why do you say antenna? Uh, <laughs> he said it the right way. Now. I know. It's antenna. It's antenna now. I don't understand. I remember, I remember when we were recording that, like. Well, like you, guy, you have to say it right, bro. Antenna. My wife said, "My wife said his wife asked the white coach pronounced it." Like <laughs> and I was like, I, "I had, I was, I was on my way to work, and I was driving, I was listening to it, and I hadn't listened to that part yet." And in my head, I just, I just convinced myself it probably wasn't that funny. There's, there's no funny way to say antenna. And literally, I have, I have, I have a bottle of water in my hand. I'm walking up there. This guy, this guy, this guy says it, and I my entire, the entire content on no, the wall. I'm dying. Like, I was so weak. Yeah. In my head, I was like, I'm telling you, like, there's no, there's no crazy way to say that word. And you found it, man. No, but dude, for me, it's awkward. For me, it's absolutely awkward saying antenna, though. I can't say antenna. Yeah, in the context of that song. Yes, because it's just was antenna. That yeah, was actually yeah, yeah. what it was. You're saying it the right way. I, I know. I know, but you have you you have fused with how's that guy by the way? How's Fuse? Doing good, man. Burner Boy stole his nickname. <laughs> <laughs>
Bro, <laughs> we, we get royalty shots, so you know. Fuse ODG. <laughs> How about uh, this guy? What's his name? Um, Blackface. I want to talk about royalties and him because I went to a Spotify and it was just two face songs. <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> You're joking. Oh, go, on, go on Blackface's Spotify. So all the ones he claims he wrote? I don't know what the situation is, but it's just Two-Face songs. So he's a cover artist, is what you're telling me. I don't... I didn't, Blackface I didn't think Niger. From listening to that episode, I mean, obviously, for like um, African Queen, which again is why I'm saying... He wrote that song. Yeah, TMT, no, you're killing yeah. me. I mean, I hear you. He has three different African queens on here. So, yeah. like, <laughs> I thought you meant I'll come on there and I'll see like... Every single Two Face song, <laughs> like, <laughs> like like a cover, but no. So on uh, Re African Queen, he said that he wrote the song. But obviously, I think when they went their separate ways, Two Face ended up cutting it and doing it. So he's like, he wrote the first and maybe the second verse, and then the third verse I think was probably between Two Face and OJB because I think OJB produced it. He doesn't know who wrote mm-hmm. it, and um, he claims he gets like so. When they obviously negotiated it, he was getting fifty percent of the like splits and stuff. Mm. But that again, now like with the royalties thing, he got like I think maybe he gets from like streaming and stuff. I'm not hundred percent sure, mm. but all the like secondary uses of the song, so like you know, um, placements, movies, placements like, and stuff. He's like he's not being paid for that. Like nothing has come from that. But again, guys like Nidu don't have like obviously enough knowledge to kind of just dig into that and yeah um have that conversation but but yeah i think blackface is a necessary evil man i think if it means that people are like obviously smarter about their rights i mean people might just think he's like a crazy person just shouting um, i think he's a crazy but you know you know what I, you know you know that thing we've, i think we've spoken about it before but like those people that scream into the void yeah. yeah and it's nice to give them a platform every now and then so i really appreciate honest punch for doing that <laughs> Just um, like the sun lights up the earth, you light up my life. The, the only other thing one I've really ever seen with a smile so bright. This is this is excellent Don't songwriting. What was I saying? One of the things I enjoyed also was him like getting into like his NR bag when they were asking him about like people who were coming up, and he was talking about like Thames and you know, like talking like someone who obviously listens to music like mm-hmm. A performer, like, and it, I, I found it interesting. Lost like his thoughts. Like, yeah, just, I mean, no, he's done the same thing for many years. I don't know what. He, what's what, what do you think is his main source of income now? Yeah, I have no idea. African queen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, guys, do you think? Do you think? Do you think a plantation boys like um reunion to a bank? No, I. Why you don't think people care enough? I don't. Care. I mean, off the strength of Two Face, maybe, but yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. It would, it would have to be like a relaxed environment because their fans are like niggas can't come and be standing like yeah, <laughs> it yeah, can't be yeah. coming the same venue that Adekule Gold was in yeah <laughs> you might have to, do I have to do it at a business center a banquet a banquet <laughs> this is that thing I was saying on with Ines when we're talking about like maybe potentially like going and I was like yo what is the value of like uh, like a Nigerian artist pre like this Nigeria to the world era. Mm. Like, what's the value of like their their like catalog? Because we don't have any frame of context or reference about. We actually don't. We actually don't. I was thinking about it, like, you know, all my favorite Tony Tetrilla songs, all my favorite, um, like, just 
um, Remedies and Idris, this girl, you think, just all these random songs I grew up listening to. Okay, Olu Maintain. Naughty is not on streaming. No, it is. It's not, yeah. Actually, it's not. I think I always have to go to YouTube. Yeah, streaming only has the... But I think that, that one, there was the, like a legal issue, I think. The, it only has the Emmy Sachs version. Guy, Natalie Nunn was in the video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what was the legal issue behind that? I don't remember. But I remember, I think it used to be on and maybe it got taken out. I don't remember like in detail. It's not been on, bro. Like, Are you sure? Yeah, and, and, and you know, a big part of why I think those guys aren't on streaming is a lot of their songs were like remixes of like american songs yeah 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 so no, but like, also i think i think naughty in particular though i think he had like issues with the songwriter i think okay so that's yeah. you know that's a waste it's a waste because the whole is- fucking album is on here well not the whole album but like the best songs on here and the instrumental do you think he has, yeah do you think he has it in him for a comeback who olu maintain yeah I mean, a one-off track, but to be touring, I don't see it happening. But man, if I mean, and it's not as if they've they've not been giving us hits, hits consistently. But I was thinking about this year about how just so random it is that uh, Casey and um and I think Flavor the, that song, the Emperor, that's Flavor, right? Yeah, both of them had like yeah, two like true. number ones in one year. Like anything can fucking happen, man. Oh, like that song. Plantation so- Boys have per uh, Spotify nine thousand six hundred and five monthly listeners. You know what I'm saying, guy? Nobody's checking for these niggas. Yeah, but yeah. if ah, yeah. man, I don't know. Even if I heard Two Face was in Canada, I don't think I would go. To be honest, that's fucked up. Um, yeah, I don't think I'll go for that. But only based off the fact that he cheats on his wife, and I don't respect that. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I hear that. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> Timmy Tayo, I'm dead. I'm here the NYTM. I'm fucking dead. long time. I love it. I'm dead. No, which is so okay. Speaking of humans of NYTMT, oh my god, I came across a TMT tweet yesterday, and I went to read this whole thread, and I was just dying. I'm like, oh my god, this is peak. This is peak humans of TMT. I mean, it's already yesterday. Is it old or? No, it's very old. It's very old. Um, yeah, and I didn't even know yeah. how I came can across I it. it. Can I share read this? Can I read this? No. Nah, Do you want to read the thread? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach, no, no. Um, why, why? No, let me be the one to read it. I'm not going to make you I sound anyhow. It. It's just, it's just mad long. Um, no, I'll read it because it's be cringy for me to read it. No, it I'll was talk. a great. It was a great tweet. It was just. Oh, it was just so humans of TMT. I'm going to film you as you listen to. Okay, so it's it's the year 2019. Hold on, hold on. Coach is about to. Coach is about to. I said, Coach, my wife is about to record. Yeah, no, I'm 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 waiting. I'm here. Yeah, right, one, two, three. Let's go. <laughs> it's the year 2019. The month is July, and it's the 17th. And TMT is tweeting at 8:22 a.m. from Earth. That's Elon's fault. <laughs> Easy to dismiss people's complaints about the Lion King OST when you're West African. What the hell was it with the OST mean? Soundtrack. Oh, soundtrack. <laughs> oh, I remember I remember I remember yes. this conversation. I remember this. That's how privilege works. Like it took a minute, but as soon as I tried to imagine why East African countries would feel sidelined, I got it. There's a lot of Swahili in the movie as well as well, so that makes it extra annoying for them. I keep seeing people I know attacking people complaining about it. Yeah, Nigerians make some of the best music on the planet. 
and worked hard for recognition, but it's still really mean to make fun of dismiss people complain about inclusion when you're on the inside. Also, Maya Oedowu makes a great point about why the roster is how it is. I agree with him. I think they have a valid right to be disappointed. Maya's tweet. Maya is responding to a tweet saying, why are we acting like these East Africans don't have a right to be slighted by the Lion King album, not including people from their ends when the movie has quite a lot of things from their culture? Because it's Beyonce's album and the whole spiel about being inspired by Lion King is pretty much just marketing. The real play is building it off the back of the most successful and unheralded ecosystem on the continent, which equals Nige. But yeah, I was reading this, and as soon as I saw TMT write, this is me, I hissed so fucking loud. Because TMT, I hate... I hate, I hate when you describe things as mean. Let me just let me just come clean right now, man. Like so, so basically, so basically, last week in the group chat. Yes, basically. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I just think some stuff is mean. Is not even right. Maybe mean spirited. Fair That's enough. Mean, but yeah. yeah, and some things can be mean spirited by like, you know, um, I think a lot of the meanest things. It's never people like, oh, I want to be mean today. Fuck these guys. It's always like. Ignoring other people's feelings, yeah, how they might feel and all of that. So that's where it comes. My my, mean, my favorite part of the thread though was TMT's original tweet where he had said, "Easy to dismiss people." Yo, July responded, "TMT, I beg." TMT, <laughs> TMT responded, "Nah, Nigerians are really being really annoying, and their tweets are embarrassing." And she responded, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." Bro, I was just like, That's yes, funny. get them, Joel. Bro, those are two of my favorite crazy people. Like, <laughs> you and Jola. <laughs> yeah, Jola is funny because whenever I'm around Jola, she tells the same story. I'm screaming about falling in the gutter. Yeah, every I'm time. dead. Because <laughs> she's going to listen to it. And it's my, I, no, I feel like it's my, and I, I feel embarrassed about it because, like, I laughed. I remember she fell in. And I tried not to laugh. And I was like having this conflict in my head. And I'm like, your friend just fell in the gutter. Yes, she was insulting you, but she's in the gutter. And to laugh would be mean. And TMT, you are not mean. But God damn, did I laugh, man. I laughed there. I helped her out. I laughed some more. I'll go home. I I was in my bed looking at the ceiling, just laughing. I'm dead. I'm dead. (laughs) How can you fall down in the gutter? (laughs) <laughs> He's a person that's not mean or that's not mean spirit. That's that's what kills me. I'm always just like TMC. I know you. What do you mean, mean? Well, this man always casts himself on this platform. You know, I was talking to someone the other day, and they said that you know if they want to, nah, because she was basically saying she listens to like old episodes for fun. Yeah. So maybe the week I was talking to them, they had listened to like an episode maybe from like two years ago. Yeah. I so said they were like that. They don't even need to pay her much. Yeah. But if they need, if they, someone needs her to prepare like a dossier on Jesus any of Christ. us. I'm screaming. She has, she has enough. I'm screaming. <laughs> because I'm, she's listening to this thing back to back, back to back, back to I'm back. Gonna, I'm just going to delete all the episodes. <laughs> you know, I know those early episodes were really drinking when we were doing it. We were in our 30s. We had not gotten our shit together. Like, the guys were really like... They really had that gin on deck. Bro, like, I, I used to, things. like, going to TMT's house, like, during my NYC to go and record. Bro, I can't even say some of these parts out loud, but I'll tell you what, though. What will happen is I'll pull out of my house, 
I'll drive down the streets and I'll buy I'll I'll roll one. I'll roll one, I'll keep it. Then on the way on the way out of the estate, I'll enter one of those like um, what they call like supermarkets. I'll buy origin, the plastic one. Then I'll buy team. You know team, that bitter lemon team. Yep. I'll pour half of the team out. Then I'll I'll pour the whole plastic. The whole plastic origin say shake it. <laughs> Be sipping it all the way. Once I get down from Third Mainland Bridge Light and I'm approaching Dolphin, I'll just bring out that bro, I'll spark it. <laughs> yeah, this is so crazy. By the time I get to TMT's house, I'll be on cloud 10. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga on colors. <laughs> no, bro, I can't believe this shit. <laughs> bro. Oh, my God. Bro. You know, mine, mine was always like... I think Summer Roach has always been like a Sunday P, right? Before recording. Yeah. No, I think initially it was Saturday. It was Saturday, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Either Saturday or Sunday, show, I would have gone to a party on Friday night. On Friday yeah. night, bash your car. Probably bash my car. Um, and then, and then, I would always have a bottle from the night before. And I'm always like, in the morning, I'm always like, what am I going to do with this bottle? Because obviously, I've quit drinking after after bash my car. Next thing, coach walks in, and I'm like, this guy, I have to match his energy. And that's what I do with the bottle, man. I match his energy. I'm screaming. The next day, we're just on the pod talking about God knows what. God knows what, man. God <laughs> knows what, man. What a time. On this episode, you know what we're talking about? Go- who? No, no, I don't know. We're talking about Fashion Week. Actually, TMT, no, wait, how have you enjoyed... Fa- TMT, I didn't know you were a Fashion Week guy like that, actually. But I guess, like, you're an entertainment lawyer, right? So, like... You be out and about yeah, type thing. Yeah. I'm not. Enter- I'm not an entertainment lawyer. Oh, sorry. I've done entertainment work in law. And, in law, <laughs> and I'm entertainer. And it's a problem, man. The problem, man. <laughs> but first and foremost, coach, my brother. I'm a businessman. I'm screaming. <laughs> I'm fucking screaming. I'm a businessman. I'm about my dollars. I'm dead. I'm about. I'm about my naira. Even though naira doesn't really care for me right now. Mm, fair enough. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, yeah. And guys, like for me, law is just it's a vehicle. No, man. I'm talking about fashion week. Who cares about law, man? I already know. <laughs> yeah, oh, fashion week. Is, <clears throat> fashion week is weird because, like, obviously, like I have a lot of friends who like are in fashion and you know, not even like the designers themselves, in, like in models, models, or people that like organize shows and stuff like that. So I get invited to like random things. Why is, like, t- why is my <laughs> one laughing? What the hell? <laughs> I asked my wife to take me to, um, cause my wife, you know, my wife is like, he likes to humble brag. So he won't put it on his main story. He'll put it on his close friends. Okay. And my wife put up like a picture of like all his invites to like different shows. <laughs> I was like, my wife carry me go now. And my wife just aired me. I'm dead. And then I now replied, he, he tweeted, he, he, he posted something funny on his story after. And I replied, and I realized this guy completely ate me because I forgot about it. And I was like, damn, <laughs> this is crazy. But, you know, it was fun. Like, Fashion Week has been, it's been chill. Nice. Who did you go? I went Monday. I went Wednesday. I only went yesterday. Oh, really? What did you do with your, all your tickets? You just sent people there to uh, cover stuff. I mean, I had people go for work, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yesterday I went, and then I saw some Wolu there, and I was like, yeah, this is my kid to go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because it's like he wasn't. He wasn't at the other shows. He wasn't at the other. No, shows. I, this one I was. I, he, I was. There. I saw him walking, sit down. I saw him filming on his phone. I was like, "What does this nigga know that he's filming?" Is the play? Is, is the play with um, bringing closing your show with um, easily the most unlikable governor we've had in years? Mm-hmm. Is the play there that you're going to get a contract with Lagos State to design nah. like civil servants uniforms or nah. something? NYC, like, NYC what, what, next year, Lagos camp gonna be serious. Lagos <laughs> <laughs> gonna be seven, bro. Their country and look seven. <laughs> I don't think there's any play beyond like the photo op. What's the photo op there? Nobody likes this uh, that. That picture will be in the papers. Uh, that picture looks like it. It will get you if you're like an impressions person. Like mm. it'll get you. Looks X number of impressions. What, what brand was it? Emmy Caspit. And I and I also don't see you. I won't lie. Shout out to shout out to what's his name, my good man, Rosemi Amechi. But I also don't see that guy losing sales off of that either. Like I don't see it. Like I just see niggas like me and you talking about. Oh, damn! What was that nigga on? But yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. to be honest, I don't know how much like he would have had like a role to play in that. I assume it's like. The guys who organize fashion like week. Lagos Fashion Week, fair enough. Yeah, Damn. who probably, who probably because when he when Solu walked in, he didn't he wasn't there at the beginning. Like they brought him in, he came. Oh. Like it was almost like a, obviously he's governor now. He's Lagos yeah. Fashion Week. That supports creatives. <laughs> um, so he shut turned up. He was sat down next to um Omaya Kerele. That's the woman behind Fashion Week and her husband. So clearly, yeah. like, and then um, I mean, obviously for them, I assume like. You're doing this thing that's obviously is very central to Lagos. It's art yeah. season. Mm-hmm. It's well culture season. So, um, yeah, you probably want that government support. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, yeah, I get what you're saying. Sorry. Sorry. I, oh no, go on, go on, go on. No, I was just gonna say, imagine having someone imposed on you. Like, damn, that's fucked up. But I guess it is. Yeah, yeah that's annoying, yeah. bro. I want yeah. to close. And the guy's not touching my runway. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you now. Someone sit your ass down. You're lucky I even front her. Um, no, you. Know, I get what you're saying because about me being like a fashion week guy because I don't think it's even like like my I kind remember, of style. I remember, I remember you fell in love with someone on fashion week. That was like many, 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 many years ago. That was years ago, bro. We don't bring up the past here. <laughs> we literally no, we just we reminisced about the origins of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. What was I going to say? Like my 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 sense of style isn't like. It's not like runway fashion shit. No, like. no, not that. I just didn't... Like, in as much as, like, you're an artsy guy, like, you're also, like, a... How do I explain this? Like, you also feel like a lot of shit is pretentious, kind of. And so, like, you might be too cool to be in certain spaces in my head. It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I guess Fashion I mean, Week is in one of them. You know, if, 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 this is funny. So, because Kemi and I went here together yesterday but we didn't sit together yeah so i gave her my seat i wasn't gonna sit at the back somewhere yeah but then the thing is i was bored at a point i got bored and i wanted to leave yeah but her phone was dead <laughs> so i couldn't text her yeah so i'm there waiting like through the intermissions the intermissions like okay i'm like when can i leave when can i get off? because basically they like the black it's out so you can't mm. there's a certain point you can't you can't walk you can't move yeah. so eventually i shall get over shall like i see her i'm like let's go, <laughs> no, let's go. go. 
So I thought that like she would be bored, like the same way I was bored. And then we got to the car, she was like critiquing me. She's like, Oh yeah, you know, I really like this one. Like, you know, I'm dead. And I was like, Oh, that one wasn't bad. That but then also now hearing her because she had like made friends with like all the people she was sitting with, yeah, where they were critiquing it, they were analyzing it. Yeah. And I'm like I didn't really have this as kind of your bag. I yeah, did. It it's, it's fun sometimes because I was next to a bunch of people like that I would never, and I, I it pains me to say this, but I would never hang out with them in real life. And I hope they listen to this. Yeah, whatever. We're just sitting there and we're talking about silhouettes and, um, you know, tailoring and this and that. And I was just like, huh, this is interesting. Because I like old clothes. I like clothes that looks like someone has died in them, right? Yeah. And my aesthetic is very much centered around, like, you know, 60s, 50s. Like, where, um, so, yeah. It's just like I have a very specific taste. Yeah. And it's never really been around tailoring or fitting or silhouettes and stuff like that. I'm only, I'm only, I've only started thinking about that recently. Yeah. yeah. So they were talking about all these things. And I was like, holy shit, I know exactly what is happening in this conversation. I can follow this conversation. Mm. You know, I enjoyed it. You know, I nice. enjoyed it. Yeah. Fantastic. Sounds good, man. Because, like, I was talking to someone the other day and they were just talking about how, like, oh my God, you always look good, blah, 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 blah. Um, fashion nigga. And I'm like, I'm like, I could never be because I just like buy clothes that look good and I like to wear them. But if you ask me about something, runway season, this season, like, you know, all that shit that, like, fashion yeah, niggas yeah. talk about. I'm just like, bro, man, bro, this is H&M that, from two months that, ago. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think, like, that precludes you from being a fashion nigga. 100%. Oh, no, no, absolutely, no. The best fashion niggas are those are not those niggas. Like, yeah. those niggas are boring. The best <laughs> fashion niggas, they just have context. Yeah. It's just having context for the clothes you're wearing. Like, this is a reference to this era, like... No, even like this decade, you get yeah. this this lifestyle. You know, yeah. I always tell people like my sense of style is called dirtbag prep. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So shit like that. Because I've had a hard time describing mine lately. Like so, like a couple years ago, like maybe in the pandemic, I would just always say, yeah, lots of skateboard references. But like now, nah, like I couldn't tell you what. Like it's just all over the place. Um, it's. I I feel like you have very like West Coast sensibilities. Because mm. he looks like, like YG. No, oh like just like Ellie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like do you remember Koji's YG fit that one time? Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my top fits of all time. Like I think about it. It looked good. Um, it, it yeah, did, but it's very no. like, wow, yeah, I never it's gone good. out like that though. <laughs> it's very like Ellie relaxed. Um, I can I think my style comfort. Changes. My style changes every summer. No, I know your style. I know your style. It's very. My wife, your style is very distinct. Style is very like nineties Hugh Grant, like just very Nigga, like I've been wearing, been wearing Gen Z trousers these days. I'm Porsche. dead, not these so, days. So, so but yeah, actually, I, 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 literally, I was going to say Porsche as well because it, yeah, immediately my wife described his style. Immediately, I just pictured him innately with a nice like Oxford shirt and like a sweater Oxford like shirt, on top yeah. of it, like not wearing yeah. it, so just like hanging it around his yeah. neck. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that that, that kind of that really used to be my bag. Yeah, yeah. Okay. or, or a t-shirt and a sweater. It's funny because my mom was complaining the other day 
Um, she's like, your style is regressing. Because I grew up and I used to wear chinos and like Oxford shirts and like polos. And like, she'd just be looking at me like she de- actually described my style when I was in Lagos in December. I think as eccentric or something. I, I think I struggled with oh, this. That's what, my, my, that's what my mom calls um, Tommy's dressing. Yeah. <laughs> just like, this is it's funny. It's hard to explain to them like this is kind of it now. And I don't get it because they were young in the 90s. Bro. Young is doing a lot of heavy lifting. I'm there. Don't kill me. They were, but they were our like, age, though, no? Yeah, yeah my I parents were like my age in the 90s. Yeah. Well, I remember yeah, my mom's enough. 40th birthday. Yeah, she was enough. like, <laughs> like I mean, I was I was up and I remember popping Capel, like feeling like a big boy. Remember Capel? Um, yeah, well, that, uh, that fruit champagne like, fake thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, man, somewhere fashion with crazy stuff. <laughs> cool, there was something. There was a point you wanted to make about somewhere fashion week. Oh, I'm dead. You okay? Yo, there's something about like I don't know if you guys okay. You guys obviously know what Wale Lawa, but if you're a listener somewhere in the room. Leave him alone. Let him talk. Let him let him get his point. This is nasty work. Let him talk now. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. This is this is no no no. <laughs> no, but like, you just have no idea. What did you say? Why well, this Kanye have no idea? My wife made the beat. I thought it's about to work for me. Yeah, I'm in the studio watching for the first time. I think I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys go on. Go, go, go. <laughs> no, 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 but I was just going to say, yo, if you know Wale Lawal, yeah. you and you know Songwo, like, just, just look at those two niggas. And just tell me they're not the exact same fucking person. And, like, nothing has proved it. Like, obviously, like, they kind of, like, built the same blah, 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 blah. Um, two political niggas, blah, 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 blah. But this fashion thing has just, like, watching someone walk that wrong way. He's, 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 actually, he's actually following the, the, like, path Wale has. Do you get what I'm path. saying? I was like, oh my god, this is, like, <laughs> what's his name? Someone has come full circle, man. I know Wale walked to Fashion Week. That's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, he yeah. Has. Multiple he's times as well. Like, okay. I, I, yeah, I think he used to do it for Orange Culture. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a year or two where he was. But, you, you know, I know Wale dresses like a, you know, what's the word? Like, he's in Boardwalk Empire or some shit, but, like, he also... His streetwear is pretty solid, I think. I think he's well dressed, yeah. He just you know, just really you know reminds my, me you know of my favorite, my favorite thing about Wally. What? Whoever it is that films his videos. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like I think Wale has a personal assistant yeah. whose job is to film him. So like Wale can be going and looking at property. Yeah. And he will make like a fire video out of that shit. Point at, he'll point at he'll point at like some construction plan. See that one, that one's well. That, <laughs> that is <laughs> dude, that was the first thing that was the first thing that ever made me feel like this nigga is someone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Well, yeah, man. I'm actually dying. Yo, yo, before we started the po- before we started the podcast, before since before you arrived, your mind was trying to set a cooms, man, and it was the fucking funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> one, one match, one matches, man. 
Is this idiot was this idiot was laughing at me on Twitter yesterday? Kimodi no go fuck. No, no, for real, for real. Like how how can somebody how can somebody ask how can somebody ask Maya ah Maya you bet like yeah. It's crazy because I feel like bet gambling is such like an unintellectual pursuit, and Maya is the opposite of that. So when you see this guy just there, just running several books, guys say, "My, why you?" We we contain multitudes. Bro, it's also it's also funny how like people just have impressions of you over the internet because this "My, why you bet" is in the same genre as "Kikimodi no go fuck," also in the same genre as Ozzy told me you smoke weed. <laughs> All things that like are very possible. I can't even lie. No, the other two, the like, as they told me, you smoke weed. My why you bet? Kiki It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Nah, nah, that shit was too fucking funny, babe. What do you mean you smoke oh, weed, man? People project, man. Like, Bro, imagine, okay. imagine projecting such perfection on someone else and thinking they won't have sex. Bro, insane. Because they're so good at one thing. <laughs> See, as a oh. feminist, how can you smoke weed? <laughs> 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 I'm dead. No, for real, though. Oh, my God. Um, how's your... Is this the point we want to start asking how's your week? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's 40, no bad point. 41 minutes. I mean... Yeah, you go first. How was your week? Oh my god, I think I've kind of gotten into it already. Oh, yeah, you fashion, fashion week boy. Eh? Oh, you went to that yesterday. I went to Chibiverse yesterday. Oh how shit, that? how was that? Um, okay, let me talk to you. So I went to this house party. Wait, first, wait, give right? me a sec. Give me a sec. Let's introduce this episode of this um segment. this segment of the podcast. It's called Good Fish. Mm. Good fish. This is some really great oh, fish right here. Where TMT reviews um fish. So let's get into it. <laughs> now, so I go to this house party and I realize I have to leave quickly because... Damn, you smell crazy in there. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm, was, kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Smelling fishy, eh? There was, <laughs> there was a big there, though. Oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, <laughs> just hold on for one second. Just hold on for one second. You have fun, take your time. One fucking second. I forgot I forgot the hook was too far away, but guy, this is one of my favorite David O songs ever, man. Guy, how can TMC do you know that song? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Something fishy going down. <laughs> David O is just he's an easy, he's just an old Yoruba. Bro, he's too funny, man. 70 audio, but something like, what we'll, we'll, we'll come to the video after you. I'm dead. Like, oh, yeah, we got some, we got some choice yeah. opinions on this week, this week in the video. Oh, uh, yeah, so I go to this party and <clears throat> there's this girl there and she's really like, fishy, not fishy. She's just like, <laughs> she's giving me a lot of attention. She's your spec. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, oh one, one of my guys, he answers me, oh, but she's actually with this other guy. <laughs> That's even more your spec. I'm dying. <laughs> and I'm like, this other guy that is in the room with us. 
And he was like, yeah. Well, I was like, why is she doing this? I was like, I don't know. I think it's like a power thing with them. Like, we play weird games. And I was just like, yeah, I have to leave. I just killed my stuff and I went to Chibiverse. And I didn't plan to go to Chibiverse, but during the week, I shot Problem Man with Victor. Nice. And he was doing all the video stuff. He's doing, he's handling all the video production on Chibiverse. Chibiverse. So we go to like, <clears throat> There's an issue with production. So we we literally, just before about to start shooting, we, I drive and he's like really frustrated. He's having a terrible day. You know, owners, I'm talking about Mayowa as well. Like when, when, <laughs> when, when bosses are having frustrating days, you just have to, you try and help them out with one thing and see if it, it makes it better. So I was like, you know, I'll drive you down there. And he had, he, he had gotten a car accident. So he wasn't driving a lot then. He was Ubering or whatever. So I was like, yeah, I'll drive you down. So he he obviously down to, doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So I drive him down to Chibiverse, uh, where it's supposed to, where it's supposed to hold, and we look at some stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I see Chibi there. He just looks like, you know, about to print money. No, he's like, he's really tired because you know, my wife knows it's stressful to put a festival yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, he's just looking stressed out, and I'm like, damn, he's working hard, and I should probably try and support him. And I was like, nah, I won't. And then on my way out, he's like, Tim, see, I'm coming. I'll see you on Saturday. I was like, yeah. And then on Saturday, last minute, go to the Chibiverse, buy a ticket, bought two tickets, one for me and Martha, actually. And then we go in and, bro, it's raining. Oh, my God. But it is packed. Mm. Guy, I thought it would be like max 100 people uh, i was like you are rude ah so that, that guy was, has lagos in a chokehold you are rude yeah it was, was it because of the rain <laughs> yeah because of the rain because of the rain oh it was a lot of niggas and they were having fun they were yeah. dancing drinking the vendors were selling out i had um what's that you know pot belly that um food brand mm-hmm. yeah i had um this rice and ribs and it was like i I felt like I saw the face of God. Mm. And then I also had rice and Korean goat as well. And I was like, Jesus Not Christ. Korean it's 2 a.m. Yeah, it was, it was fucking insane. Like, it was just fire. Who do you go with? Just math. Yeah, math. And, um, so you were wet eating Korean goat? Yeah, man. I was under a canopy as well. Like, I was just like, this is kind of crazy right now. You know? Fair enough. And, and then I went home. Nice. Um, who was the... Po- was no acts? Who performed? Was it just... A rainfall. One day co performed and then this babe did a surprise performance. Flavor, is that her name? Favor, Favor. Favor. I think he means Favor. The one that has my that. Baby bad, my baby. Yeah, she has that. You know that song where she says, I get homophobic when I see yeah, you. The, yeah, the, the worst song writer ever. <laughs> that's the craziest Bob, yeah. Bro. I t- like. I think she's a terrible songwriter. I don't think she. Is. I don't think no, she, she is. is but she, is. she just has. She just has corny bars, and sometimes, like, you, oh, I was okay. So no, I, I think I think you can understand metering and putting a song together and like understanding lines yeah. and like just melody and all of that. Where can still be a bad songwriter. Like, no, I can't say that because the very first time she went viral, she went viral because of excellent songwriting, and she has also had other songs that are like. I like have good songwriting, good songwriting. Yeah. but she tends to have the occasional like corny bar that is also not just corny; it's just like unnecessary. And also, if you really <laughs> see, crass. yes, very crass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Also, she's really young. <clears throat> How old is she? I think she's like early twenties. So, like, 
God, I wish I was in my early twenties. There's something about growing up, like obviously, with, but not in this economy. with everyone, with everyone, like everyone's opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank yeah, you for Grace. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind being in my early twenties in this economy. I won't lie, like. Be- I wouldn't mind being a pop star in my early twenties in this economy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like in this economy, the idea of being a lawyer, of like of just like focusing on law full time as the thing that will make me money and give me fulfillment, I would have been. I'd have I'd have lost that sort of um, what's the word? I'd have been disillusioned long earlier if I was in my twenties now. Like I had to, I I think I gave up on like law as my full life when I was like maybe twenty eight. And if I was in my early twenties now, because there was hope when like, you know there was hope when we came back to Nigeria. As in to make it as lawyers, yeah, to make it as mm. anything. Like there was just a lot more hope. And I kind of I don't really feel that man. Me, I came here like they forced me to come back. I didn't really. I'm want dead. To Did you actually get forced to come back, Myra? Not forced in like. Well, based on the essentially, so yeah. So what it was was, I finished writing my uni exams in May. Yeah, I think I came back to Lagos for Tommy's high school graduation. Wait, uh, you finished uni same year Tommy finished secondary school. Yeah, it's like, five years between us. Damn, that's crazy. I, I shocked yeah, yeah, that you guys yeah. actually never. <laughs> Excuse me, met in uni. That's crazy. Oh yeah, no, yeah. So I came back. I came back. What told me is like literally a week after I finished uni exams, and at the time I'd been applying for jobs, but like nothing had clicked. And law school was starting at like the end of June, so my parents were like, "Your guy, nobody's going to like essentially be paying you to sit in London to apply for jobs. Like essentially mm-hmm. just taking your time when law school is going to start now." So essentially guy at your entry in law school fair enough and the guy i was like when i said i was first because bro my mom literally did the paperwork enrolled you. <laughs> yeah like she wasn't because i think she knew she left it to me i probably had done it because first child like i will it's high sense of responsibility but yeah. i'm uh, taking my time and just stalled a little bit but she said yeah she went and did it herself like, like made sure everything was sorted so and honestly, once you, I always tell people, once you come back, it's harder to go. Like that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you, you just, you know, you get into the rat race and you do law school. Okay, you have to do NYSE. You do NYSE. Okay, you know, you have to work. Then do I have to, mom? Really? Oh, you're Can British, right, Maya? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fair enough. Because like <laughs> all the Canada niggas I know that they have passport, that came back to do NYSE. They knew what they were going back for, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know a single Canada guy that stayed. No, Canada accepting all of them. Like, bro, even all of, like even the ones that didn't go there. Everybody, if you just want to stay in the West mm. and the UK and America, looking long, enter Canada. Bro, legit. That's why I came to Canada actually, um, because the path to citizenship was the shortest. But I also didn't want to write SATs. Like, I did write SATs, but I didn't take it seriously when I was writing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just wrote it because, like, there was like the school was like, oh, if you want to register for SATs, red, like here, register. So we register. You know what we should do? We should oh. we should get one of those um, guys that help people go to Canada, interview them on the show. I'm screaming. I don't mind. I'll give I'll give him my CV, and we'll ask him. Okay, so what's the pipeline for a guy that makes that makes podcasts? Because I have a coworker. Who, you have to go to school, man. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I have to go to school. <laughs> you have to go to school, man. Podcast. <laughs> you, you have to come here and enroll. You have to come here and enroll in one two year course first so that you can first balance with student visa. 
<laughs> uh, no, so uh, I have a, an ex coworker who used to be like she was a lawyer. She was actually a really good lawyer, and then she moved to she moved to Canada. She got really depressed at once, and then she eventually she moved to Canada, and now she's happy and she's a nurse. Damn, damn! I know, I know. Like That's two crazy. lives, two nice. separate lives. Damn, yeah. damn. Like is she, is she, is she, you know, like you know, the UK they've been banning some nurses. What kind of nurses? Is she? <laughs> like did she go? To, you know, Which kind of banning the UK? No, 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 no. For real, now they be like Nigerian nurses in the UK have been like cheating on their like tests that like Jesus. that enables them convert their Nigerian like nursing licenses to UK nursing licenses or whatever the hell. Oh, nice, um, man, guys, I have a last answer to you guys, man. Talk to oh, me, let's baby. Go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Nigerian actress and author, Dam Larry Kuku, is publishing her debut novel about a woman's desire to renew herself through a butt lift. Mm. <laughs> okay. Aptly titled, Only Big Bomb Bomb Matters Tomorrow. Mm. The novel will be released by Harper via in 2024. First off, no, nah, fuck that. I don't want to listen to your commentary. I'm going to read the full synopsis. Okay, yeah. Freshly out of Obafemi Awolowo University, 20-year-old Timmy has a clear plan for her future. She's going to surgically enlarge her backside like all the other Nigerian women, move from Ileife to Lagos, and meet a man who will love her senseless. Well, she's going to do the butt lift in Ileife. Oduduwa himself. Oduduwa himself is going to mow Dayash. Nigga, What? When she finally finds the courage to tell her mother, older sister, and aunties, her announcement causes an uproar. Nigerian families can really be an obstacle in a girl's journey to physical perfection. But as each of the other women try to cure Timmy of what seems like temporary insanity, they begin to spill long buried secrets, including the truth of Timmy's older sister's mysterious disappearance five years earlier. Ah. In the end, it seems like Timmy might be the sanest of them all. In only big bomb bomb matters tomorrow, <laughs> Dominari Cuckoo brings her signature humor, boldness, and compassion to each member of this lovable but exasperating family whose lives reveal the ways in which a woman's physical appearance can dictate her life and relationships and show just how sharp the double-edged sword of beauty can be. So for context, Dominari Cuckoo was the babe who wrote nearly all the men in Lagos are mad. Yeah. That, mm. Heavily pirated viral book. Yeah. Why did you say heavily uh, pirated? Oh, okay. I seen people pirated it. Ah. So let's uh, yeah, I'm sure show me down. The nice guys, all that shit. Yeah. Bro, Alaba I boy is back in business. What, what do you think about the what do you think about the writing in that book? I never read it. But everyone I know who's read it has been like that. They hope that this only big bomb matters tomorrow is not written like that. Yeah. Mm. I mean the it, fact that they're going to give it a chance is hilarious though. Like <laughs> Her, her last book was wildly successful. So mm, with this, one, I, I, I think she does. She has a very strange. Did you read the last one? I read the last one. You Did know, you like it? I, so here's the thing. I give me a sec. Give me a sec. Let me introduce the section. Mm. Good fish. <laughs> this is some really great oh, fish right you. here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like um, all the funny books I read are usually memoirs. And it's usually like memoirs written by comedians or comedy writers. And it was very interesting to read a book that was very funny, but not written by someone who I think is funny. It's the, the thought was funny. Mm. So, you know, a book that's supposed to be funny, but I don't think they're funny. And then um, 
yeah, narrative wise, it just wasn't it for me. But Jokes. it was funny. No, sometimes. Oh, okay. Oh, no, sorry, I was confused because it did. It just sounded like you were saying it was funny just now. Sorry, although it was meant to be funny. Yeah. Okay. Fine like, yeah. Am I really out of curiosity just to like? I guess you know, it's like that thing where you have conversations with people and yeah. everyone has like different opinions. So it's like okay, it's let me like, yeah. let me actually see for myself. It's like it's hard as well, so it's pretty easy to get through. But that thing I hate like. St- is the contrary in me when something like that goes viral? I never want to read it until like the moment has passed. Oh, I'm definitely going to read it once it goes viral. I'm going to check it out just so I can have my opinions formed ready. And if someone tells me, Yo, have you read this book? And I've seen it in traffic, it looks very entertaining. But I kind of, I've what is is clear. So I think obviously it's clear that her approach is like big titles, big titles that will essentially that you want on your coffee table. That, but also very easy to market. Like, so she's a banger boy, that, basically. Yeah, she's a banger she's a, boy. Yeah, like you'll see that, and you will be like, "Oh, I need to, I need to buy this." Let me see. I'm curious. Well, I respect it because writing is fucking hard, man. Uh, bro, you guys make money. Uh, you got, that, my, those royalties. My my um, debut book because all banger boys go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> banger boys, a story about exploitation. Explosions and social media. But the thing is, I'm also like a part of me. So I've noticed something with like writing of late where, and I say this as someone who will potentially be guilty of this one day in the future, but like a lot of people are writing and they're optimizing the writing that they are doing for like yeah, TV and film. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh-huh. Um, and so for instance, it, this book now, I'm like, I know you're hooky dookie when I see this. Like, this would be funny. <laughs> this could be funny. Like, depending on how it works, like, this could be funny as a TV show. And it has, like, obviously an interesting enough title that someone will probably pay to adapt it. But it also reminded me of there's this book I read recently called The List. It's by Yomeri Kuke, which again, like, that one, it, there was a point where the book just, it felt unnecessarily long. Like, it's like, okay, where kind of like spreading this out like too yeah. much but then you find out that basically <coughs> it's sold for tv and f- yeah i think it's sold as a tv show I so think, it's going to be adapted i think like, they sold the rights before the book came out. yeah before the book came out yeah. but that's my point like yeah. it's clear that like Publishers, the, write, the writing was done because so optimizing for that so optimizing for that because as a writer i guess that's where you can make actually make money and like also you, as a publisher you want to be shopping Niggas books around to TV studios and all of that. Yeah, but I think it's just like because obviously it's now it's sometimes affects the quality of what you're getting because like bro, if you want to write a TV show, I write a TV show. But um yeah. More multiple streams, man. Multiple all the big bomb bomb matters tomorrow, multiple streams. Actually, multiple streams, actually. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Only big bomb bomb matters. That's a crazy ass name, man. Like and even just the name already went viral, man. Shout out to, shout out to Banga for boys. That, for a book that's coming out like a year from, like, like 2024. Bro, shout out to Banga Boys Inc. Publishing. TMT, have you ever thought about writing a book? Fuck you. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because yeah. I've finished, I finished like two manuscripts and mm. I've shot them around and I'm just like, this is not good enough yet. What are the titles? <laughs> Um, oh, they all have titles. <laughs> yeah. They both have working titles. They're both mm. theme, they, they both have similar themes as well. And now I'm just trying to think about a way to combine both of them. I finished my first one in 2019. 
Nice. And <clears throat> I got an editor in the UK. And I went to work on it for a bit. And um, I was just like, I'm not going to put this out. I'm not going to put this out. And now, Jola made me read it recently. And I was just like, <laughs> damn, I might have to put this out. Why did you, were you submitting it for the Happiness Maker competition? No, but she told me something very interesting. And I'll say it off air, but it was just like, it was like a lot of incentive to put it out. Mm, yeah. Fair enough. I, I, I know and understand. You know, yeah, exactly. So, um, what what genre like what type are you is this a nigerian literature book type thing yeah yeah it's historical fiction oh nice so it's like it's like nigeria said during world war Two. Oh, nice damn yeah my sister and i have something like this coming out next year it's a good time it's a good period Fantastic. it's a largely explored period yeah but i guess we can even get her on when it's coming out i think now it's too far out about like because um Obviously, the process, like the writing process, particularly um, not just writing. I think writing is actually the easiest part. Getting, like, obviously your book picked up, trying to get a publisher, trying to get an agent, like, sounds very interesting and very stressful. And sometimes you just ask yourself, like, for what? Because... <laughs> is it worth it? Yeah, is it worth it? Like, unless your book is only bomb bomb matters tomorrow. I'm dead. No, but actually, yeah. like, I'm I'm always in awe of, like, folks who... Because in my head, a book is, like... Which shouldn't be the case, because as someone who appreciates music and, like, knows that people make music from a place of, like, living, mm. and even paintings, too. People paint all the time. But for me, like, a book is, like, a thing that... It feels weird to, like, bring out a book every year in my head. It's like, what do you mean you're writing a book every year? Like, you drop a book every year. That's Stephen King now. I have been writing a book for, like, probably the last two years. Yeah. So I'm always such... Do you know how much of it is just in my head? (laughs) I'm screaming. So I've had to get a notebook now where, like, I start sketching out (laughs) what I'm going to... Because the thing is, sometimes it's, like, it's in my head, but I forget. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I forget. Like, I need to, like, especially, like, flesh it out. Yeah. But I know that that mood comes once in a while. So what I end up doing is I'm just, like, writing it in a notebook. Yeah. So that when it's time, when I'm in that mood, I will just sit down and essentially bang it out. But if I don't, I will forget what it is I want to write. Nah, dude, I thought you were telling me you're the Jay-Z of, right, of, like, being an author. I in like, <laughs> the whole P. <laughs> just writing the whole P in your head, bro. Oh, I mean, but that's the thing. Sometimes, the, like, because I might have, like, sentences or, like, yeah. things in my head. And I'm like, okay, I need to, I, I'm going to get this off. No, absolutely. But then you obviously want to flesh it out. Like, so you, so, like, a lot of times, like, sometimes I'll have, like, the final paragraph yeah. of the article, of whatever it is in my head. Yeah. And essentially, I now have to go and, like, engineer it. Yeah, for it to, like, obviously... You know, you know, Stephen King is like one of those guys who come out, and for a long time, he come out with a solid book every year. And that was like um, something people couldn't even wrap their heads around. The fact that like... Oh, Daniel Steele too. Daniel Steele. But like, I mean, Daniel Steele, yeah, Daniel Steele is good. She was a good writer as well because like, Steve, okay, Stephen King, for instance, his thing was, I think very early on, he decided like, listen, I'm writing, that's my job. Yeah. And for him to treat it like a job, he would literally, so he would literally wake up in the morning and start writing. Yeah. Then he would go on a coffee break or whatever. 
And then he, so he would end up writing like six hours a day. I've been looking for Adderall for this precise reason. You get I'm like just serious. six hours a day of straight up writing. Everybody, and, everyone I ask in Lagos, so for like one of my my friend who I thought would know was like, "I'm the druggy, I be. It's me. You come and ask questions like this." And my wife, my wife's like, "Calm down. This is not about you, bro. I'm just fucking like, relax." Nah, I just know that you like obviously you have a solid idea of where I could potentially no. find out. This is I'm funny because speaking of, so like you were just talking about like writing your head, like obviously as well, like I'd be writing jokes in my head and there's a joke that came to my head like yesterday when I was leaving my apartment about like racism, but also about like profiling and stuff like that. So when I first moved to this building that I live in, I shit you not, like I moved in on Friday. I went to go visit my aunt in Hamilton on Sunday. So I was in Hamilton on Sunday. And my superintendent texts me, he's like, um, I've just got word that there's somebody, like there's a black guy smoking in the, in the, um, no, I've just got word that there's someone smoking in the stairwell. Um, I just want to let you know that like, this is a no smoking building. Um, and I don't, I don't want any trouble around here. I'm just trying to like run a quiet building. And I responded, I'm like, I'm literally in Hamilton right now. And he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then he texts me later and he's like, I'm sorry. It turns out like it was another black guy smoking, the grandson of somebody that lives in this building. But my pa's like, the guy doesn't live in this building, so nobody knew him. And like the only other black people that live in the building are like a woman with a daughter and then this older, like elderly black guy. Um, So no other young person in the building. Blah, 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 I mean, obviously, I felt very weird. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what have I got myself into? Like, the brand new lease. Like, this guy's already profiling me. Blah, 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 Anyways, as I start living in the building, I start coming across this one guy in my building. Like, a lot of the time, he's always, like, walking around or, like, walking to the McDonald's. Or, like, just, like, he's, like, easily the most popular person in the building. Um, At least I always see. And, um... I would see him like walking around and I would see him like greeting multiple people in different cars and like coming out of multiple cars or blah, blah, blah. And so in my head, I just concluded he was a drug dealer. <laughs> and so one day, like I'm looking, literally looking for Adderall because I'm just like, this was when I had my other job and like I needed to like be reading mad like stuff and just being alert, whatever. And so I bump into this guy at the beginning. I, I mean, at the front of the building and I'm like trying to ask him for Adderall with style. Like, well, and the guy just like, dog, what the fuck do you think I am? See, if you want weed, I can give you some weed, but I don't sell drugs. I'm just like, you're my bad friend. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's a, and he's, no, he's white. Yeah, he's a white guy. Like, like middle aged, well, not even middle aged. He's like, he has grandkids as well. So probably in his 50s, like, white guy. Bro, I was dying, man. I was like, you're my bad. Yeah. So I saw the guy yesterday as I was leaving the building. And I was like, oh my God, I just remember this guy, like how I was profiled, but then I profiled the fuck out of this guy too. <laughs> you still say what's up to you? Oh yeah, all the time I say what's up to you. He's a very cool guy, man. Like we, we yarn all the time. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Re- um, reverse racism. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, still, I still believe black people can be racist. You still believe black people can't be racist? Yeah. Just really annoying. No, fair enough. I hear you. I mean, I hear you. I'm not getting into this with you anymore, but I hear you. Um, <laughs> no, my question is, can Nigerians... No, can't. 
Man, fuck mm. off. I'm not having this argument with you. <laughs> because I feel like Nigerians in Nigeria can definitely be racist. Mm. I don't know. Against who? Against Chinese people. <laughs> they got... Uh, <laughs> I think that's, that's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> um, so I was thinking, um, you know, about like Nollywood stuff recently. Yeah. And you know, there's a subgenre in Hollywood, and it's literally sorry, like. Sorry, before you finish, you can just remember it. Well, when we had Tizi on the podcast, and I think it was Coach who was like, "Did you actually watch Hollywood growing up?" No, I had to ask, man. <laughs> Is that something he said he did? Yeah, he said he did. Yeah, yeah he and said what he did. did. What did Tizi reaffirm his Hollywoodness? Oh yeah, he did. No, he I didn't ask did. him about. He said he did. Like I didn't, but I didn't ask him any further questions. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I didn't ask him. Okay, so what movie dropped in 1982 featuring Oyeka and Wen? Oh, starring rather. But yeah, man. Oh my god, no. Okay, shit. I went to a comedy show on Friday that had two Nigerian comedians that had just come straight from Nigeria, and bro, the second guy bombs so bad but there was a part of his sets that like bro he was he was trying to make a joke about how oh when he moved to canada he realized that there was a difference between indian people and white people and that in nigeria because of nollywood he just assumed like indian people and white people were the same because like you're watching a nigerian movie and they'd be like oh this guy is white but like it's an indian guy like that happens or like a middle eastern guy whatever yeah and so that is like a funny a premise. Movie. It's a funny yeah, premise, yeah, yeah. but the guy, he was, there was no like craft to it or blah, blah, blah. And he was just like saying a matter of fact that, oh yes, in Nigeria, everybody believes that Indian people are white people. And he's performing to a crowd of like Nigerians that have been in Canada, like super exposed and blah, blah. And everybody's just like, okay, what are you talking about? We never thought, <laughs> we never thought. It. And he now starts arguing with the crowd like, no, I say in Hollywood. <laughs> You don't you understand what I'm saying, bro? It was it was a disaster, man. It was so funny. That funny it was funny as hell, man. Oh my god! I'd write it. I I would love to write a movie around stand up. Say that so again. I, I'd love to write a movie around stand up, <laughs> like 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 funny people or something. Or I'm I'm dying up here. Have you seen that one, the HBO one? No, I haven't. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's about guys that are doing stand up in in like the seventies. It's really, really funny because, like, for them, the big break was going on, like, a Jimmy Fallon type show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, And now it's Joe Rogan. (laughs) Now it's Joe Rogan. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) All right, man. I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys next week. I have to go and do some shit. This nigga nigga off the fashion week, man. It's going to be a fashion nigga. I'm actually not going to the show yet. I'm going to, I'm being interviewed by some publication. Damn. About what? About yeah. what? Actually, I um that's why I went that's why I went to get the pep toll. I was because I was going to cancel Submarage the interview. And I was like, guy, you need yeah. to sell yourself. I was like, guy, yeah, man, you need to move. You need to move. I'm there, yeah, man, yeah, man. But you went to go buy a bottle of pink Pepto Bismol. No, I was just like, you need to move. You need to take care of yourself, man. What do you mean? So I got up. I went to got the pep toll. Um, so you were purging. <laughs> I was in Project. My stomach was just crazy. I mean, that was yeah. Bro, I'm deeply disappointed. I'm not ironic. I'm not ironic. I'm working in the Nigerian office. Yeah, Project. No, I was a Project. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
I know because Butter and um, Halo was supposed to be there. Um, beyond, let's say, your progeny, what other things would like a girl you were talking to say that would give you the ick immediately? Menses. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really get the ick from like small things. I oh, get no, I, I, I can't say one. Yeah, excuse me. You know when the people are talking about food and this, like you take. Oh my god, I, I really hate that. Like, you take. Would you take jollof rice and chicken? And you reply, "I like my Fanta with no ice." <laughs> <laughs> I'm screaming. Yeah, no, nah, I hate that. I hate that. That that definitely instant ick. Yeah, I mean, I don't really get instant eggs. I'm just like, oh, this is your vibe. Okay, that's that's, that's, that's what we on. Okay. The thing is, I was going to say something that gives you the instant egg, but like, we'll have to bleep it. And also, I don't know. Like, I'm dead. But I think I've kind of said it. Only big messes matters tomorrow. Bye, so bring on the road. Always part of me. I'm seeing summer green, summer green. Summer green, summer green. I'm seeing summer green, summer green, summer green. I believe I